like to invite you to a soul level encounter. Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That's what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. You will hear the music that has charted the steps of their spiritual journey, that has provided a touchstone in the soul's dark night and sung the heart's awe and joy when come to the light. Over the next hour, you will be a witness and companion to our guest's spiritual path and sacred testimony. Welcome to Song of the Soul. We've got some fun and pleasure here today for Song of the Soul. We're headed down to Milwaukee, Wisconsin, my old stomping grounds, to visit with Mud River Lee, an enduring part of the Milwaukee folk music scene. Sometimes he's solo, but it's very, very common to see him with a varying group of music partners using some variation on the name Mud River Lee and the Bluegrass Bells. Lee's a musician, a political activist, a hearty laugh, and he joins us right now by phone from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Lee, it's great to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Nice to talk to you, Mark. All the more appreciated because it's your birthday today, so let me start us out. It makes me think of the good old days. Happy birthday to you. You sure grew out of your baby ways. Happy birthday to you. And we're not going to say which one it is, though. I'm glad you mentioned it, though. Yeah, it's been a very special day. My sister took me out to lunch. A fellow I'm rooming with here gave me a pastiche of 10 different pictures of our experience. He's quite a fisherman, and we were playing Yahtzee, my sweetheart. And I shared lunch, and my brother called up, my mother calls up, and they're all singing happy birthday to me. So this is indeed is a, turns out to be a wonderful day, and I'm in a great mood. And all the more better, we hope, because you get to share your song of the soul today. Yeah, I wanted to do that Quaker song, Tis a Gift. I think you're referring to Simple Gifts, also known as Tis a Gift to be Simple. How far back does your connection go with this song? Well, I was singing that when you and I, I believe, were in that singing circle that uh, Judy Gottlieb did in the last century. (laughs) In the last century. It sounds so long ago. So, did you learn it there? Had you known it before? I mean, I guess... Uh, Actually, I don't think I knew it except probably as a melody. I think Copeland in the Appalachian Suites used that melody. Well, it's used by a lot of songs. As I told you when I was talking to you earlier, there's a song in French I know. It's actually a love song instead of this song, which is actually... It's not a Quaker song, it's a Shaker song, although Quakers all around the United States sing this a lot, but the version I had is actually a love song. Well, I would like to have you sing a portion of it in connection with this tune, if you would, because in our pre-interview the other day, I thought you captured something there. It's such a beautiful melody, and uh, I used to know French, so if I get to play this one, I'm going to ask you to sing what you can out of it. Well, I'll give you a little bit of the version of the song that Nana Muscari taught me. The chorus goes, 
Je te regarde, je t'attends, en rêvant, en dormant, en dansant et en chantant. Je suis sûr que viendra le jour où tu m'aimeras. Tout ce qui n'est pas toi, cela ne m'intéresse pas. You have a French accent there. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> you you spoke some French yourself along the way? Oh, I had to study it for classes. I once read a, a novel in French, but then uh, it was just a, re a required thing. I have uh, had a really good education, actually. Mary D. Bradford down in Kenosha, Wisconsin, where I'm originally from, had us learning Latin in ninth grade. Can you imagine? Imagine that. <laughs> oh, uh, so I'm an English major, so I am interested in all of this, of course. In this recording, where is it from? It's in my repertoire. I'm doing it on stage. I, at the moment, I can't recall where I did it. I do know this. Uh, I worked it up a little bit because I thought you'd want to hear it, and I did add a little bit to it. Every time you come back to a song, if you're an artist, sometimes you'll want to make a revision. I tacked a couple of different notes here and there that I didn't have before. But, of course, I loved the song for many years, and there's a nice philosophy that's expressed there. And you added some verse. Oh, yeah, half of the verses are mine, are the ones about, I write a uh, little garden column and stuff for the announcement section of the Quakers' little thing they put out on Sunday, and so oftentimes I walk by the river there and meditate, and those verses came to me, uh, the ones about the birds, and there's a reference, a biblical reference to the Gospel of Matthew, about the hairs on your head are numbered. Well, let's now listen to Mud River Lee as he does a version of Simple Gifts. Tis a gift to be simple. Tis a gift to be simple. Tis a gift to be free. Tis the gift to calm down where we are to be. And when we find ourselves in the place just right will be in the valley of love and delight when true simplicity is gained to bow and to bend we shan't be ashamed to turn turn will be our delight till by turning turning we come out right in the spring our hopes are dashed by the wind and the rain when will summer come? Will there be no end? Take a walk in the woods Or another place just right Listen to the birds Bring them into sight Each song so perfect in its way Ringing out the notes in a universal key Majors and minors Always will hold sway The music of the spheres on earth Makes me want to pray 
gift to be simple. Tis the gift to be fair. Tis the gift to awake and breathe the morning air. Walk in the woods every day that we choose. Tis the gift we hope we will never lose. One day the sparrow will fall. The fate of each bird is known and marked by God as hairs on our head. Each one numbered so God does mark the fall of each bird. So should we hark the call of each bird, the call of each bird. Here today for Song of the Soul is Mud River Lee. He's located in Milwaukee. That's a version he does of Simple Gifts. You've sung, performed, been part of music with so many people. You're part of this thing called the Milwaukee Musicians Cooperative. Is that the right name? Yes, sir. We formed that in 1982 to originally promote music that was our own because the scene and the bar scene around here was just copies. Everybody's copying Neil Young. They're doing their Dylan songs. And we felt that the only way to express yourself was to write original music. I was one of the nine original members that formed the Milwaukee Musicians Co-op. We're celebrating our 32nd year at the 19th Street Coffee House in March the 28th. That's a Saturday. We'll begin at 8 o'clock. There's about nine different performers, including myself and the Bluegrass Band, will be featured so if you're in town and you want to come over to that 19th Street Coffee House, you can find out about original music co-op. 32 years is a long time to log. We have had more active periods right now. We're not as active as we were before, but we're doing more with radio, so I think we're going to get hot again. How can you do music cooperatively? Isn't this all dog-eat-dog type thing? Because everybody has to show off their ego and, and get people to be their followers. How do you do it as a cooperative? Is this just an exceptional slice of musicians? Basically, yeah. Al Williams, I have to say, had a nice group of musicians playing on the south side at an open stage. Four or five really excellent people. And I was part of the, uh, if you want to use the word, clique of folk singers up here from the Ed Nago, which was an old coffee house, and I had a circle of friends. And we happened to meet and blended the two circles of friends together, plus some other people who were really interested. And the bar on National was called Barney's. That was our headquarters for some time, and then we branched out. At one point, I was booking 27 shows a week. At three different establishments plus special things. And it was a meeting of the minds, all right. There's a lot of really nice people that took the same view of original music. But I think your description of the music scene as a back alley fight is generally true. But when you do find a musical friend and you see things from the same direction, it can really strengthen an artist. It's wonderful to see you continuing this for decades now and just nurturing the music. One of the things I know that happened last year was that nationally known musician Larry Penn died, famous for I'm a Little Cookie. 
Unfortunately, I was not able to come down to memorialize his life, although I, I do hope you put me together with some folks so we can do a memorial song of the soul for Larry. But you were there, weren't you? Oh, yeah. I had my guitar in the trunk. A guy named uh, Little Rev is really a well-respected player, was the master of ceremonies. And uh, all of a sudden, they said, Mudrove Lee is coming up. I ran out and got the guitar out of the trunk and wound it up. And we did the songs called Rambling Boy, although I called it the Rambling Man because Larry was a truck driver all his life. And uh, Sandy Weistel assisted me, and we happened to strike the right note. And there were hundreds of people there, I think right down to every last person that they were singing with us. So... We tried to give Larry a good send-off. So the song is actually a Tom Paxton song called Rambling Boy and performed here by Mud River Lee and Sandy Westo in Milwaukee, Wisconsin for the memorial for Larry Penn. It is Rambling Boy. He was a man and a friend always. He stuck with me the hard old days and he never cared if I had no dough we rambled round through the rain and snow and here's to you my rambling
I met him back in the 80s when I lived down to that way, and there's a monthly song circle that we called it The Sing, and I met him at that time and also got familiar with the Milwaukee Musicians Cooperative. You have your own band, though, right, Lee? But it's got changing names. I'm not sure. What, what are you calling it today? That's because we try to sneak up on people they don't remember us from before, you see, and we get a better chance to play that way. <laughs> So, I've seen the bluegrass bells. Does that mean you only play with women? Wow, what a line. I'm not going to bite on that one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that was the name, and bells has to be women. Remember, I speak French, so I know that means the beautifuls. But the bluegrass orchestra, sometimes you're called. What are some of the other names? Well, we have quite a lineup. I have to say we have all the standard instruments. The person that you may hear more of today, if we get to some songs, Dan Mullen is playing the mandolin. He does engineering, and he's my computer expert. He does photography. Then Sandy Weistel plays as the singer, and there's five other singers off and on, depending on how available they are. We have a fiddler, a banjo player, a bass player, sometimes a harmonica player. It's just a big circle of people that get together, and then if we have a serious show, then we'll practice for a month, and everybody knows their part. It's not all that off the cuff, but I have to have a lot of people playing with me because they quit faster than I can hire them. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get the music in quick before some of them quit. What should we have next for your song of the solely? Oh, well, I was thinking of something a little lighter. It's called the Big City Dog Blues that was originally performed on WMSC Radio with Paul Host handling the honors, and there's no audience there, but that's why for a change you can hear me clearly. Big City Dog Blues, Mud River Lee and his dogs. I had a dog and his name was Blue. Bet you five dollars. Uh, he's a good dog too. When old Blue died, he died so hard. 
it shook the ground in my backyard singing Heel Blue Well, you're a good dog, you I was just a kid Here's what my daddy did He bought a dog A Springer Spaniel right away Jinx was black and white Jinx would never bite I'd fill his bowl with games every day Jinx would love to run He was smart and he was strong Roll over, fetch, better heel He'd come when I would call He'd meet me after school Roll over, sit, you better be He helped me paint the picket fence Spilled the whitewash once Glad to lend a paw Anytime I grew up with that good dog We was born in the same year But Jinx was old I was only nine The poor old dog went blind Fell behind Bumped his head on a post In his way That was many years ago Still I know Just how I felt that day When he was gone But I don't have no dog now Till I Wish I did Somehow City living I don't know how Still I Wish I did Miss that dog somehow I'm missing him right now Well, don't you cry, my son we'll Get another one You'll have the pick of the litter Someday And Dad was good as his word Seven puppies in that herd In the garage in the box Filled with hay We called one of them Blackie He was the blackest Another was Sparky was the liveliest. One was called Liberace. He was the pianist. Mix a Springer, Spaniel, Sire, German, short hair, pointer, bitch, and what you got was Duke, a hunting dog. He had a nose to find the trail of a collie or a pale nose, white spot bobbing all the way. And he knew my step that night. He knew my breath all right. He'd beg for a walk every day To put a metal arc in flight Or a flicker out of sight With his white spider bobbing all the way Sparrows on the bush Cottontails in the brush We'd roam the fields or forest park But now the meadows are all gone And your neighbor's brand new home Is the forest where we camped out in the dark But I don't have no dog now Still I wish I did somehow City living, I don't know how Still I wish I did somehow And I miss that dog somehow him right now 
Well, the last dog I had was a favorite of my dad. There was a spot across his eye, like a star. We had no fence around the yard. I'm sure the chain was hard, but he'd jump up when I drove up in the car. Dad bought me a gun, $20, secondhand, 16-gauge, single shot. Don't miss. We went down to Carroll Beach for a cherry, Dad and I. Starved been waiting just for this. Working in the weeds, he came up to a point at a physic, hiding right in front of me. Star put him up. They gave me the first shot. I watched that cock pheasant flying free. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the sound they make when they burst from cover as every hunter will tell you, and that was 40 years ago, and I missed my only shot, but never thought they'd give the first shot to me. And now the men and dogs are gone. I'm glad to carry on just what they gave to me that sunny day. A-hunting we will go, a-hunting we will go. I hold a dairy, oh, a hunting we will go. That's some music from a radio interview with Mud River Lee, Big City Dog Blues. These recordings are almost always live. Have you in the past done or been part of some studio recordings? Oh, sure. We recorded, I sailed on the Simmons, the studio version, which I can't find for you now. I recorded Catfish in the studio. I appreciate that. I would say this, because of the stimulating nature of our conversation, and I feel so flattered to be on your show, I'm going to call these songs that I uh, got from various sources, clean up the ones that need it, and I probably will come out with a semi-recorded version of, of these songs. A lot of them will stay the same, because it's something about the spirit that passes between the performers and the audience that you just cannot reproduce with earphones on and four dead gray walls looking at you. Yeah, I have the feeling of you connecting with the audience in each of these recordings that you're sharing today. Thank you. Well, let's share another one right away, Lee. Where would you like to go to next? Well, we're looking at a couple of different sides of what I do. Uh, I'm socially always enjoyed activism, uh, part of folk music. My ideal is I follow Woody Guthrie. I thought many people acknowledge he's the strongest folk singer we're ever going to have. And so I model myself on him, and I like to stick my nose into those Washington rallies, and uh, I get involved in local politics. The one I would like you to do, or a recent one, it goes along with the acoustics of Big City Dog Blues. I sang Will Ye Vote for Mayor Tom Barrett and his two campaigns, one he won and one he lost when he went against Walker. There's a story uh, to that song, but it might be better told after you play it. This was a recording. This is not a live one you see here. Will Ye Vote, Mud River Lee. Will Ye Vote? friend and we'll
Scotch-Irish tune, change the lyrics, turn it into campaign material. That's totally in the folk music tradition of Mud River Lee, his song, Will Ye Vote. How did this come about, Lee? How did you put the lyrics to the old tune, and how did it become part of the campaign? When you're working with these high-powered elections and officials, they never ask you anything. You have to make yourself available to them. And I started this current cycle because I have a lot of credits in that regard. And I worked with Sandy Pash and at a fancy reception in Milwaukee. Sandy Pash, I, had, I wrote a song for her, which we're not going to do today. But there was the mayor, and he heard me do the song. I also met him on a march. They were marching to pre-register the voters downtown, and they got the signature of Jesse Jackson. And so the mayor kind of knew me. And then the third time I met him, he knew I was a folk singer, walking down the street singing the songs. And uh, he was at uh, City Hall after an Earth Day rally. I had written this song for him because I felt I needed to do something to help him beat Walker, which didn't happen, but I sang the song to him on the first floor of City Hall. I didn't have my guitar. I just sang it acoustic to him. 
he knew me before he gave me a couple of minutes to do it. His press agent was there saying, well, we have no time. But he said, well, let me sing. So I did. And after that, he asked me to join his campaign. And subsequently, the band played at the Hyatt for him and his rally. And we played at the Hilton Hotel. And then he told me once, he says, as uh, long as I'm the mayor, you'll never go to jail. <laughs> well, I guess... That's good assurance to have. It could be an apocryphal thing, but I was really into this Let's Stop Walker thing. The next song that sort of matches up with this is the one that has two titles, The Trains and Grains, or You Can't Take a Train from Here to Madison. It's sort of a self-explanatory song that has gotten a lot of radio play. And so there's, as I mentioned before, if you, you can't be a folk singer unless you get out there and sing something for the folks, and sometimes you don't make everybody happy, but I got a pretty strong viewpoint, I'm sure you and I, in many ways, see eye to eye about. We've got another activist song now from Mud River Lee called Trains and Grains, or maybe you call it You Can't Take a Train. Here he is, Mud River Lee. Oh, you can't take a train from Milwaukee to Madison. Workers cannot leave the rails, Walker, let them down. So burn up your gas and oil from here to there and back Cause you can't take a train where there ain't no railroad track our worn out soil This corn is fertilized with compounds made of oil So burn up your ethanol from here to there and back Cause you can't take a train where there ain't no railroad track Oh you can't take a train Workers cannot leave the rails, Walker, let them down. So burn up your ethanol from here to there and back, cause you can't take a train where there ain't no railroad track. A union man ran the rails back in and up. Say goodbye to unions and a living wage And burn up your ethanol from here to there and back Cause you can't take a train where there ain't no Wish I could take my model train all around the world I'd fill it up with cornflakes for every boy and girl I'd ride my diesel engine 
use no ethanol, but you can't take a train when there ain't no track at all. Well, you can take a train from Milwaukee to Madison. Workers cannot leave the rails, Walker, let them down. So burn up your ethanol from here to there and back. Cause you can't take a train where there ain't no railroad track. Say you can't take a train where there ain't no railroad track. You can't take a train, Mud River Lee. He's my guest today for Song of the Soul. This is a Northern Spirit Radio production. It's on the web at northernspiritradio.org. And on that site, you can find more than nine and a half years of our programs free listening and download. You can find links, connections, information about our guests. You find a place to leave comments. And please, when you visit, do post a comment. There's also a place to donate. And that is how we provide the income to make this full-time work possible. So please support us when you visit nordenspiritradio.org. Even more important than that, though, I would ask that you support your local community radio stations, the kind of stations that carry these programs. They provide an invaluable slice of news and of music you get nowhere else on the American airwaves. So please, start out today by supporting your local community radio station. Again, Lee is with us here today, Mud River Lee. And I wanted to ask you right away about that name, Lee, because Mud River, I don't even know where that is. Actually, my uncle, Glenn, was a helicopter pilot in Vietnam, and he flew over the Netherlands. I think it was Holland in particular, and one time at a Christmas gathering, he said, you know, there's a modern river in Holland. And then I mentioned it to somebody, they said, well, you should call yourself Mud River Lee instead of Lee Mud River. There's a ring to it. And then one winter, not long after that, I was baptized as a Mud River Lee in the, in the Milwaukee River in Estabrook Park. The water was deeper than I thought. The ice was thinner than I thought by the dam because the water was running faster. I broke through the ice and I was baptized in that river. By the way, the Algonquin Indians called the Milwaukee River in their language the Good Land River. So that's how I got Mud River Lee. So you do actually have a last name. It's not Lee and Mud is not your first name, but your surname is Mudder. Evidently means mud or muddy in Dutch, Mudder. Yeah, M-O-D-D-E-R. I'm in the phone book and under Mud River Lee, I'm on Facebook. And if people want to get a hold of the Milwaukee Musicians Cooperative, how do they do that? Through me would be fine. Myself and a few other key members, we keep the ball rolling, but we get a lot of participation. I'm glad you mentioned that. We do have that show, as I talked about, March 28th at the 19th Street Coffee House. So, folks, put that on your calendar, March 28th in Milwaukee at the 19th Street Coffee House, a place to get a whole lot of good music right there in Milwaukee. How much is the folk music scene live in Milwaukee? One of the reasons I'm doing bluegrass is because it's not, it ain't what it used to be, you could say. I would like to have you do at this moment, or perhaps later, if we have the time for it, a song about the peak of the folk music thing in Milwaukee in 1982, the Blue River Cafe closed. It was uh, such a shock to me. I wrote a song about it, or perhaps uh, on the lighter side, I have a humorous tune, I'm not so serious all the time, called Catfish. I'll make that your call. 
Well, I think we should play them maybe back to back, but I lived in Milwaukee from 1980 to 88, and I got introduced to a whole lot of wonderful music. I saw Josh White Jr. there at the Blue River Cafe. That's where I became a lifetime fan so far of Peter Alsop and many other great musicians. Just great folks, constantly. And you clo- it closed what year, what month? They lost their lease, and that was in 1982. Jerry Lukic was the man who ran it, and I presented him with this copy of the song after I wrote it. And losing that top-flight club was a, a real blow to folk music. But you know, the music scene is always moving on. Boy, it's right. nice to have a guitar that's So, we'll start you off with the song Goodbye Blue River, and we'll go right from there into Catfish, both by Mud River Lee, here today for Song of the Soul. Goodbye, Blue River, won't you flow for me? I tried, Blue River, to be part of thee. Oh, by Blue River in my memory. God rest his soul, I remember the night Towns Van, da- Towns Van Zandt came to town and from the stage spoke to his little buddy a fly oh we were amused to see such grace you figured it had to be the times and I sang with you towns it near caused a fight some guy spray me with beer I thought it was singing there wasn't any swinging but I'd fight for your music right here Goodbye, Blue River, won't you flow for me? Goodbye, Blue River, flowing memory. I tried, Blue River, to be part of thee. Abide, Blue River, in my memory. And I remember Odetta, I responded to her, she spoke to me from on stage. And Libba Cotton came and signed her name right there on my page. And I remember Mary, all alone on that stage without her Peter or Paul. She wanted to know if I was feeling good, how'd she know I loved her best of all. Goodbye, Blue River, you sure did flow for me. Goodbye. to Gamble Rogers Dave Van Rump Utah Phillips too John Hammond Bob Gibson I dug every one of you Eric Anderson Jim Post Snaker A and Jeans Well the stage is gone but carry on and I'll carry my memories Goodbye, Blue River, won't you flow 
goodbye, Blue River, flowing memory. I tried, Blue River, to be part of thee. Oh, by Blue River, in my memories, I cried, Blue River, when you ceased to be. This song features on Dobro. song just started but which we don't have time to share in this broadcast is mud river lee's song catfish hear it and the interview with lee about it on northernspiritradio.org along with some other bonus excerpts what you did hear in full was goodbye blue river a fond farewell to the blue river cafe wonderful source of folk music in milwaukee till 1982 you know you mentioned lee your name You said that you had your baptism in Milwaukee River accidentally. Have you actually been baptized in other than just being dunked in the river? I was uh, what you call confirmed and baptized as a as a Methodist, and then I moved to Milwaukee. And it took a while to find the Quakers. The Quakers are such a, a positive religion. They have a, a a large strain of transcendentalism in them, which would be the religion of people like Emerson and Thoreau, uh, Whittier, just so so many advanced thinkers that. Once I got connected to the Quakers, I just felt this was the way for me to find. Uh, the spirit, let's say, and that's why I'm a confirmed Quaker. Is just no other way way for me. It's people who uh, do not react automatically to dogma, and I'm not. I do not want to put anyone else's religious views down. Everyone has their view, and this is what fits me. And I feel very fortunate to have found the Quakers. It was almost a lucky thing. I thought you might even feel bad, though. You know, you walk into a Quaker meeting house and. They tell you to sit down and be quiet. Doesn't that kind of offend a folk singer? <laughs> you know, it's funny you should say that because when I first got acquainted with them, I didn't get it. I, I attended them for about six months. That was when the building over here where they were still meeting services in the basement. Then I went back to it later, and I was trying to find out what these people were like. I don't think anybody remembers it now, but I did wear loud sports shirts for a while there when I first came to meeting just to see if somebody would say this is not appropriate because the Quakers are kind of associated with the Puritans in terms of clothing and the rest. But the Quakers, as far as I'm concerned, they are leading the way when it comes to finding the spirit in your own way. And, of course, there's no more right-on, more socially active group. And these people visit the prisons, they're on the marches, they're doing what folk singers do. So, obviously, it's a great match. (laughs) And sometimes you've actually performed at the Meeting House. Yeah, they've accepted my music. I try to do what I can, but, you know, I I never did join the Quakers just to sing a song. That wasn't it. I, I, I do find there's so much, I'm so compatible there. And the funny thing was, a couple of people I've known for years, let me just mention Janet Hilliker, for example, and Fritz, some of the people I've known for years, 
were there, and so I felt a sense of support right away because they welcomed me. I was, I was really blessed actually to uh, have found this wonderful congregation, which is one of the largest actually in the state. Well, I know that they're blessed to have you there sharing your both your humor, your seriousness, your spirit, your music. What a great combination to bring together. Well, gee, thank you. And I think we got time for one more song, Lee. I, I hate to even cut you off this early because you've got a wealth of music over the decades, but uh, we only have 55 minutes to this program. One more song. Do you want to go serious or humorous? Well, did you get the melt of the uh, Mend My Socks in there? You want to share Mend My Socks, huh? Yeah, it's kind of a bluesy song. It sounds out, stands out from the others, and that's me actually playing the guitar. Tell me about this Mend My Socks. Is this a... Uh, I, you know, actually, I think at one point I, I thought we should put together a, a Quaker musical based on Christmas songs or something or whatever. And I thought we'd go back in time and we could find all these Quakers fixing socks, mending socks, darning them. And we could make it into a Christmas song like, darn, we now are gray, a parole, fa la la la. Anyway. I'm always up for a little satire because if people want to come to see you, they will stand for the serious stuff, but at some point you have to do something that might just be amusing, you know. So Mend My Socks is the one you want to cap off your song of soul. And tell me, why this socks? It's just because it's humorous? Because it's... Uh... Well, if you want to know really what happened, I can tell you, but it's kind of gruesome. I was in the hospital there one time, and they put the robe on you, but I had left my socks on. Don't tell anybody about this, by the way. It's just between you and me. And everybody who's listening. <laughs> and then, well, it's embarrassing, but the origin of the song, if you, you have a way of drawing me out. I don't know what it is. The origin of the song was I looked down at my feet, and here's the nurse and the doctors and all that. There's a hole in my sock, and I felt very terrible. I thought, my God, they think I can't even wear a pair of socks without a hole in it. And the song actually came from that embarrassing incident. Well, that's the truth of it, if you want to know. Now you got you got it out of me somehow. Now we've got the truth. Yeah. It's rare to get the truth out of me. <laughs> <laughs> what with being a fisher and everything like that, you've got to tell your fish stories, right? you got that right. I just want to say, Lee, it's been great getting to know you. I'm going to continue getting to know you because I, I want to follow up on doing something for Larry Penn. And there's some more collaborations I think we'll get involved in. So thank you so much for keeping the spirit of folk music alive and thriving in Milwaukee. Thank you for not making it into an ego trip and keeping the Milwaukee Musicians Co-op moving. Well, that's a handsome tribute. You're very welcome. Thank you so much, Mark. I was thrilled when I first heard from you, and I think it's been a wonderful winter in many ways because you got me started here. Thanks so much for joining me, Lee. We close out today's Song of the Soul with Mud River Lee with a bit of a tongue-in-cheek song, Mend My Socks. And we'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. And here's Mud River Lee, Mend My Socks. We're getting there. It doesn't have many words, so I stretched the introduction out. It's a true story, though. I need a woman who owns a needle Mend my socks, that's right They're holy, not the good kind Can't afford new pairs I need a woman to do my sewing Da-do-da, darn my socks, darn it 
Toe showing so uncomfortable Can't afford a new pair Nylons, argyles, cotton too, even wool They're worn out What's a man to do? won't do when you get old some things ain't as important as they used to be hello uh, let's let's be friends do you own a sewing kit the theme music for song of the soul is by chris williamson and it's called song of the soul my name is mark helpsmeet and this is a northern spirit radio production You can listen to this program again, track down the list of songs included, and a whole lot more on my website, northernspiritradio.org. And I invite you to share your Song of the Soul with my listeners. Just contact me via my website. And please, join me weekly for Song of the Soul. You can be happy. So